Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. On this week's episode of Pop Culture Weekly, it's our Halloween episode, and I'm joined by the one and only supergroup Lovecraft. Let's go! Welcome to Pop Culture Weekly with Kyle McMahon from iHeartRadio. Your pop culture news, views, reviews, and celebrity interviews on all the movies, TV, music, and pop culture you crave weekly. Here's Kyle McMahon. Na, 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 hello, and welcome to Pop Culture Weekly with Kyle McMahon. I, of course, am Kyle McMahon, and I am really, really, really excited because this is the annual Halloween episode. And you know what that means. It's one of my favorite episodes to do every year. And there's all kinds of social media stuff. And we've been talking about it for weeks. And I have a very, very special guest for this episode. And that is Lovecraft. This group is so awesome that I die, literally, and am revived, and then die again because they're that awesome. Lovecraft, which is spelled L-V-C-R-F-T, they are a group of, a, a super group, really, of writers and producers, and uh, and they've written tracks for and produced with uh, Madonna and Rihanna and Beyonce and Charlie XCX and Adele, and it goes on and on and on uh, with their, you know, massive amounts of hits. It's like over 100 million records sold from these amazing craftsmen and women. Uh, so I am talking to Lovecraft today. They are horror fiends just like me and so many of you, as as we always talk about you know, Halloween being my thing, and it is for many of you as well. So I'm really, 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 really excited for you to hear uh, my interview with Lovecraft. And they have, if by the way, if you've seen Hocus Pocus 2, and if you haven't, what the F, but uh, if you have, you may know their little song that also went viral on TikTok called Skeleton Sam. They've also done Straight to Hell from uh, Netflix's Chilling Adventures of Sabrina, uh, Pumpkin Spice, everything. These these are bangers. I really, 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 really love uh, Lovecraft. I love their music. I love their vibe. They're my people. So without delay, let's get in to my interview with Lovecraft. Thank you, Lovecraft, for speaking with me. iHeartRadio's Pop Culture Weekly. Um, I have Lil Pumpkin and Deep Cuts, and I'm really excited to speak to you guys. Uh, I am a huge horror fan. Obviously, this is my time of the month, or I'm sorry, my time of the, my time of the year. Jeez, uh, 
Oh my God. Great start I got here. Uh, <laughs> this is why they don't let me go live. This is why they make me pre-record everything. Uh, <laughs> this is uh, my time of the year, and I have a feeling that it's your time of the year, too. How are you guys? Uh, I, uh, literally, I, I'm elated. Kat is going to say exhausted. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I'm exhausted, but joy but extremely stoked and like literally full of spooky joy at all times but truly exhausted i'm <laughs> sure we're, we're we're running we're running only on spooky adrenaline at this point yeah like, <laughs> like there's uh we we have we have our plate is so full this time of year you know i mean for i i know you were like this is our time of year but like for us this it's kind of a year-round thing for us you know um and so this is just when like foot's on the pedal you know? yeah yeah i um normally do an interview with elvira cassandra peterson every year around this time and uh and she says something similar similarly you know she's like this is when it's 110 percent, but you know the other 11 months are 100 percent preparing for you know spooky season yeah for sure i mean yeah. our, our motto and our our label is spooky never sleeps because for us it doesn't and uh, it's it's a year round thing, you know. We start writing our music every year, our new album in January. Wow! And uh, from there, we're releasing music starting in February. <laughs> uh, you know, Halloween, May first is a big day for us. We do a lot of stuff around Halloween, getting into the summer and and the spring. There's a bunch of you know Halloween horror conventions that yep. happen in the Midwest, West Coast, East Coast. For us, we do a big thing at Midsummer Scream come July. I mean, so. You know, and then, you know, by the time it hits September, we're like, we're rolling. We know we already have our schedule for September and October planned out by then. But, um, you know, this year and every year since we started Lovecraft, it's just been getting progressively busier and and uh, and more more immersive for us. And it's it's exciting. I mean, like we're basically getting to do what we love for a living and, you know, can't really ask for anything more than that. Absolutely. And I'm sorry. No, I was going to say, yeah, just to echo uh, Evan on that, you cannot ask for anything more. That was the goal. Yeah, absolutely. And you guys are living it. And, you know, have you, have you, just as side note, have you guys done Transworld in St. Louis yet? We, yeah, we've I mean, gone. Yeah, that, yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So that, that's what I was talking about in the Midwest. Yeah. Okay. That's yeah. Right. Yeah. I go every year. So next time you guys know, you got to hit me up and uh, we'll, we'll do, um, yeah pumpkin spice have you done have you done midsummer scream i haven't because of timing it's always a bad time of year for me and it's on my list i i'm trying to do it for next year you gotta come you gotta yeah. come yeah. love it and um monster palooza do you do monster palooza i have but i did not yeah. this year or actually the last few years since covid well it'll they're doing a kind of a small pop-up version in burbank this weekend which is cool so yeah i love i mean it's just you know you guys are my people, and I love that. So, how did uh, how did Lovecraft come about? You know, how what was the its inception? So there's this there's this Ouija board. No, I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> we were in this graveyard. No, um, actually, though, true story. We were in a uh, in a haunted old castle on the coast of Denmark. Wow. Um, and. Uh, Amanda, Deep Cuts, and myself, and a whole crew of people, we've been going to all of these 
you know, not only just movies, horror movies, all of, you know, every, every Halloween season, all the haunted mazes and immersive plays and all throughout the year, anytime something would pop up, we, we have like a little crew of people that we go to and like, you know, we write songs together for the living as well. Um, and we've, we kind of found our, ourselves in our own little coven of horror enthusiasts. And, and then two of us happened to be in this haunted Denmark castle and uh, we ended up writing a Halloween song back in, in 2018, uh, just for fun. And it all kind of was like, uh, it was like that scene from like Back to the Future where he calls Chuck Berry and he's like, Chuck, Chuck, you know that sound you're looking for? And like, I, I, called, I called Amanda from the Danish castle, like, Amanda, listen to this. We got to write a Halloween album. But honestly, like we've been talking about it forever, for years before that, just that we grew up listening to the same Halloween music forever. And, you know, literally, I mean, Monster Mash is, what, seven decades old at this point? And most of the stuff that people listen to on their playlists are at least 30, 40 years old, right? You know, Thriller and Ghostbusters and Rockwell and The Specials and Warren Zevon and Oingo Boingo. I mean, it's all, it's all ancient, really, for, for kids these days. But they're still listening to the same things that we grew up on. And so we, we looked at ourselves as, as, you know, successful songwriters and producers and artists in our own right and thought as a crew of people who just love the culture, love the space, love everything about spooky all year long and have the ability to, to write great music. Like it's kind of on us. Like we kind of felt like it was like a calling or like it's our, really it's our duty. Like we failed life if we don't do this to actually <laughs> deliver and create the next soundtrack for the next generation um, and uh, of, of music for Halloween, which then turned into spooky music year round and when people started wanting to use our music for tv show and film and we were like oh wow like we this is like a this is like a real thing like a business we could turn this and do but really came from our just passion and love for for all things spooky and horror and halloween culture yeah we found ourselves like like our uh, outside of our work like a lot of times we'd work in the studio all day and this would be all year round and be like okay, every, we all got tickets to this movie and we're going to go, you know, let's meet at the Arclight Dome, RIP Arclight. And let's, uh, you know, so more of our life, like we just were noticing was revolving around like horticulture. And, and I just think we really were, it, it was kind of like just taking a step back and zooming out and being like, I cannot believe there isn't new Halloween music in a significant way. That is insane. Wow. Yeah. yeah, it yeah. really is. There is, you know, uh, it seems like everybody today puts out a Christmas album now uh, and uh, or at least, uh, you know, a, a holiday track of some sort. And, you know, there is a a glut of music, you know, for spooky season. And I love that you guys have come in and filled that not only filled it, but filled it are filling it awesomely. You know what I mean? I I love how. You know, there in some of the tracks, there's this pop edge. And then in some of the tracks, it's like, you know, you have essentially a whole album of instrumentals that we'll talk about shortly. But, um, you know, it's kind of all over the place for any kind of listener. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, when we set off to do this our first album back in 2019, this we called it This is Halloween Volume 1, which we thought was just kind of like a funny, like, like tip of the hat to like a now series or something, but also just that we thought, man, it's like when we were sitting in the studio, we we're like, what is Halloween music? Right. And it was like, well, it's this. And then we we're like, but it's also this, mm -hmm. but it's also that. 
but it's also this, right? And we thought, you know what, the thing about Halloween music is it's not just what you don't, you don't have to have jingle bells in it, right? You know, like, <laughs> right? Like you, you could, there's so many different songs and different genres and different eras that have been kind of appropriated for Halloween. And we felt like when we made this first album, like, why don't we pay homage to all of the different sides of Halloween? And so we were like, this is Halloween. Like, how, meaning like it's it's everything, mm-hmm. right? And so we have a little bit of everything on that on that first record from like retro spooky to like up-tempo dark pop to like all this kind of like, like kind of voodoo soul to eight, you know, eighties, you know, new wave vibes. And like, so it's just covers it's, like spooky covers. And yeah. Like covers, like, and so we, we wanted it to be, we wanted it to be really super eclectic and from, from, from day one. And as we've evolved from there, we just kept bringing in, new sounds and we kept bringing in new collaborators like songwriters and artists and friends of ours kept hitting us like man we got it that halloween thing you do we want to be a part of it. we want to be a part of it and what's cool about that is that then they would bring on their memories of halloween as a kid and they'd be like oh this song really was my favorite and be like cool let's do a song like that yeah. you know and so it's like halloween means something different for everyone and i have so many fond memories of growing up here in la um, with my mom and throwing all the Halloween party for the kids. And, and obviously Amanda is going to have completely different members, different memories growing up in, you know, North Dakota, which is a bit slightly different than LA and, uh, and chillier at times. Um, but, but you know, we all, we all kind of bring our own, our own love and passion, which is completely different from each other's. Are you just, you're just saying I agree, oh, man. Uh, uh, deep cuts. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm just like fully in it. Like, yeah, 100 <laughs> percent agree. You know, we're we're eat, that's the thing about Halloween. When when there is a moment, I think I think the funniest thing about this journey is like telling our our teams, our management companies, and publishers, and and being like, we want to make Halloween music, and people just you know, I eye rolling and just. Now we're in our our fourth album, and the industry's grown to being over a twenty billion dollar industry. And in aside from the business alone, I I was just texting Evan the other day song ideas. I was texting the Slasher Seven actually. We haven't really tackled this aspect of horror. Like I said on my gravestone, um, I wanted to say, "Here lies MNDR, aka Deep Cuts." She wrote at least two thousand songs about Halloween. <laughs> <laughs> That's an awesome that's an awesome thing to have on your uh, gravestone. I love it. One of the things that is built into my contract actually is that forever since I was a kid I've gone to this place called Frightland in haunted uh, in uh, haunted Delaware in um, Delaware that's like one of the top 10 haunted attractions in the country and is just, you know, horror 24/7 there and it has nothing to do with what I do in my professional life but i will never give that up i'm kind of jealous yeah it's oh i my know God. they and, and frightland has been so amazing to work with i'm like i gotta do a thing for for iheart and they're like cool do it i mean so it's been awesome that i've been able to work them both out and i hope to be able to continue to but it's just a passion and you know it only comes once a year the haunt season for a haunted attraction mostly so it's just kind of funny know. I also love Haunted Delaware. That was pretty cool. Haunted Delaware, yes. Haunted Delaware is amazing. Yeah, so it's cool because, you know, one of the things that I'll do using my professional life there is, like, I'm super into the soundtracks and stuff and creating, like, things. We have this one attraction called uh, The Attic, which is a pitch black, like, 
maze, walk through maze. So in my mind, I'm like, okay, you can't use your eyes at all. So let's do sound. So there's, you know, I'll do all these, I'll sit in here for hours and do custom sounds for it. I just get to be a, a giant kid and I love it. And that for me, my kind of bigger point is that for me, that's what Halloween does for me. It, me too. you know, it's just such a passion that I'm willing to say to my, you know, probably the biggest break in my career at that point. Hey, executives, you know, for two months, I'm going to be doing this and made it work because I love it so much, you know, and I feel like that's very much how you guys would be too, you know? Yeah, very, very much so. And just to like, like think about our teams, like four years ago being like, what are you doing? Or that's not a thing or this or that. And then to have the eighth most Shazam song in, in a viral song now with Skeleton Sam that was in Hocus Pocus 2, I, you know, I think, you know, you get moments, we all work, we, we are in creative industry, and then you get these moments where you can really, a door opens, and if you're there at the, you know, at the right time and can contribute to something that, that becomes a fabric of pop culture, it's a really special, like, thing absolutely and and i feel like they you know we were kind of like why are these successful songwriters doing spending so much time at this when we could be working with beyond on beyonce's record or rihanna's album don't get me wrong we're gonna do that but but you know this is is a this is a passion and it does Mm -hmm. make me feel like a kid when a lot of times you don't get to have that feeling in adult life all the time exactly yeah i love that and do you do you feel the same Little pumpkin? Yeah. Um, I mean, you just call me little pumpkin. You tell me if I <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I mean, I, you know, I didn't I haven't worked in the industry music industry for 25 plus years to be called little pumpkin for nothing, right? <laughs> That's very I true. Mean, no, I, I look, I mean, I got into I got into Halloween as a kid. Like I said, my mom and I would throw the party every year for school and all the kids would come over and we'd have every we'd spend months build creating ghouls and stuffing old clothing with newspapers and putting balloons and masks and put flashlights behind the mask to make look monsters look real and you know we carved a ton of pumpkins and put dry ice in the pool and have bobbing for apples and like we were like full-on halloween obsessed since i literally my earliest memories um and so yeah i mean like it's something i started doing as a kid it's something i'm continuing to do with my own son now um, my house, you know, I just, my house now is already the top of the neighborhood. I've, I already have 50 bales of hay outside my garage and I've, I've light up pumpkins and stadium seating outside my house and, and giant, you know, pumpkins on my lawn that are like, uh, I would just say throwing up pumpkin seeds out of their mouths. <laughs> like, it's like a whole thing. And like people all day long are walk by my house, taking pictures of it. You know, and and my 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 twenty month old is like pumpkin, pumpkins. Like oh. all he wants to do every night is go out and see the pumpkins, right? Like he's obsessed with it. And to me, that just makes me so happy to be able to pass that on to him. Um, and musically, as somebody you know who's fought really hard to become you know successful at what I do as a songwriter and music creator, and found these these people I consider my family who are just as incredible, talented, and and. Um, I'm, I'm able to pass the gift of Halloween music on to a whole you know generation of people. And now to, to, to Amanda's point, to, to deep cuts this point with skeleton, Sam, we're reaching a whole new audience, you know, thankfully to, you know, Disney and, and Hocus Pocus too. And the success of that, the song has really exploded and, 
and brought a lot of, a lot of new fans to, to what we're doing. And, and when they come, the first thing that they, they say on, on all of our socials and the website everywhere is like, oh my God, you have so much good Halloween music. Because we have four albums, two EPs, a bunch of singles. Like we have so much, we have so much catalog of Halloween, great Halloween music already. And now people are discovering it even more so for the first time this year than any other year before. And uh, we, we, we feel like it'll continue to grow from there. I, I, you know, I totally agree with you. And that was a great segue into Skeleton Sam, which came out, I want to say it was, was it last year or two years ago? And it's now with Hocus Pocus kind of totally exploded. It, it, it's a fun factoid on that. I have to give it up to Evan, who is one of the main songwriters on this song to tell the amazing story of that song. And when actually the first it. song it was actually the first song we wrote for the first album in 2019. Wow. First, the first day, it was the first day of our first camp to write Halloween music. In 2019, we wrote Skeleton Sam. That year it ended up being uh, the kind of like, I wouldn't say theme song, but like, the main promotional song for Netflix's Chilling Adventures of Sabrina, yes. like the makeup Sabrina the Teenage Witch. They had us re- rewrite uh, um, the lyrics for that song uh, to a new song. And then Karen Shipka, who, is the lead, who plays Sabrina, came in and she sang it. And the whole cast did a video to it. And then the next year, that song ended up being in, in, in Adam Sandler's movie, Hubie Halloween. Mm-hmm. Every year there's been something with that song where, where it's, and it's just kept growing and growing and growing. And then this year when we got the call that they wanted it in Hocus Pocus too, I mean, like, it's like the holy grail of all spooky anything. So we yeah. kind of, we were like, wow. We literally oh, yeah. were screaming over the phone, like, ah! like that. And Evan's like, are you sitting down? Evan's always like really my favorite, sorry, Lil Pumpkin's my favorite person to relay exciting information. What are you doing right now? Get a phone call. What are you doing right now? And I'm like, what do you mean? What am I doing right now? And then, and then you drop it on us, and we're all like, ah! and then, and then, and then also like on our socials, we we had planned to bring Skeleton Sam to life as our brand right. ambassador, sort of in the spirit, although we of of like an uh, Eddie's, you know, Iron Maiden and Eddie and some of the great like iconic, you know, uh. Uh, characters that um, are a, are the brand ambassadors for big bands. I was like, let's bring Skeleton Sam to life. So that's been amazing to see our Sammy like running around and and then to have this dovetail with the song going viral, you know, with Hocus yeah. Pocus too. It's been crazy. Yeah, and, and uh, Sam, you know, Sam, Sam, bringing Sam to life came from last year. We shot, we we ended up curating music for Spirit Halloween. Mm-hmm. And, as part of our, our relationship with them, we ended up shooting a video in one of their stores. And that basically the character in the video ended up being our first time of like kind of introducing Skeleton Sam. We took that and said, oh, you know, we should run with this and, 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 and bring him to life. And so he started becoming like a TikTok personality, showing up to all of the events, doing the, doing the red carpet. No one knew like what was going on. Like, <laughs> so the Skeleton Sam brand of him being a real life person kept growing and growing. And then for this to happen, it's just, it's just, just the whole, all of the spooky stars aligning, you know? Absolutely. And it, you know, the song Skeleton Sam has be, kind of become um, or is becoming Lovecraft's White Christmas in a lot of ways, you know? And, yeah. uh, or, or we could use Mariah's, um, uh, uh, all I um, 
Oh my God. Yeah. All I want for Christmas is you. Thank you. Yeah. I, I'm like, yeah. it's, uh, you know, that song stuck it's in my that head. Time of year. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Okay. No you, Christmas you tree. Say, which is all I want for Christmas is Halloween. Exactly. Yeah. Yes. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I get, I get actually angrily angry when Christmas creep comes. It's like, no, this is our time. You have yeah, yeah, yeah. November 1st. No, but dude, some, of, some of the stores, I, every, every weekend I go, I, I go, you know, hunting in all the stores to see what, you know, keep adding more and more. So do uh, I. Some of the stores are carrying Christmas stuff already and it I made know. me so mad. I was like, wait a minute. Can you stop November 1st? November yeah. 1st. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Stay in your lane. Like, let us have this. Yeah, you know what I mean? So, um, uh, Scream Warriors, your your newest album. Uh, yeah. You worked with um, Christopher Young, who was a iconic uh, uh, musician, you know, relating to horror, especially. How did that come about? Well, last year, um, we ended up co-hosting uh, a show, a radio show, and uh, we ended up bringing people onto that show where we were kind of bringing in people from the spooky music culture mm -hmm. and the spooky like haunt culture, let's say, right? Um, on, as our guests. And we ended up reaching out to Christopher Young through a mutual friend and had him come on as a guest. And we were like, I think someone had said on the thing, you guys should collaborate together and this and that. And we came, we came off that and we were like, yeah, hey, that'd be cool. That'd be cool. By the way, other guests we had on that year, you know, last year were like Ray Parker Jr. and like Houdini and like John Castillo, the Crypt Keeper. Like it was an amazing lineup of people that we, that we, had, that we brought on with our newfound uh, Halloween uh, fame, I guess. Uh, <laughs> and, um, and so we didn't think really much of it at the time, but as, as myself and Deep Cuts and, and Norman Crates, our, our third partner uh, who's sitting in the back, you know, um, <laughs> hi Norman. Um, but as as we were thinking about what where we wanted to to focus our creative energies this year, we thought, you know, we've done all of this real fun pop stuff, all this like, you know, this gamut of the pop Halloween spectrum, the commercial Halloween spectrum. What if we did something that was more cinematic this year? Mm. Um, and so when we got together with our our what we call the Slasher Seven, like our core seven people that we that that write the majority of the records we we took a more we took an approach that was more about creating space in the music less about filling it with lyrics and 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 vocal melody and more about creating these moments of horror feeling uh uncomfortable feeling um the stuff that we love that's in the score for for the movies that we love to go to go see and um and then after we had written these so this batch of songs we we're like, man, like, what could like really take this to the next level? We were, and that, that's when we were like, wow, I wonder if Christopher. Now it made sense. Like, whatever Christopher Young would come in, and uh, if he was digging it, maybe he would like kind of take it from here, you know? Wow. And so we reached out to him and went. We, go, we went and go met him at, at his house, um, which was also wild. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you want to tell him about the house? Yeah. <laughs> Please do. Yeah, Christopher Young, like, legitimately. It is a uh, lives lives spooky every day. Um, he's a he has a bathroom dedicated to pumpkins. Um, wow. I would say the holidays in general. He's got a Halloween Christmas tree area, a Christmas Christmas tree area, <laughs> and uh, just his home was just someplace I would love to visit and live in. Someplace. He has 
he has the most extensive collection of horror legend mask molds. Mm, wow. That's <laughs> really like, cool. Which is like a really, really interesting thing. Like, but he has like, like Vincent Price's mask mold. Wow. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Like, like people like that, like just like their mask molds of like famous horror actors. And, and, and it's, you can tell it's their faces, right? And you can see them and they're all, they're all in frames. It's like, it's incredible. Like his, his love for everything horror and kind of weird and left of center and spooky is like, is just expressed throughout his house. Every room is different, is a different theme. And it's, it's, it's really impressive. And honestly, his, his passion for the music he makes and his personality is that house. It's the same thing, right? Wow. Like that, that is an ex, it's almost an extension of him. His, his stories are just so rich and just so in his and and the way he approaches everything you're like Very authentic yeah i ran into him in the queue at monster palooza <laughs> <laughs> i love yeah. that and that's you know that's that's my goal i bought a house in october um naturally and uh and um didn't move in until november because of my schedule but um but i'm working on making it an extension of you, you know i found this old like uh they made them in the 70s in uh mexico and so they were popular in the southwest they're these like metal aluminum uh pumpkin things and they're giant and um i've been tracking them down uh but but you know it's just as we're talking about throughout this whole chat like it's just us people you know us spooky people like you know that's just what we kind of aim to do all year just to keep to keep it throughout the year because it is our passion and for, and for us like i think what was so exciting about making this record and our passion for it is it was something it was a chance to do something different you know mm -hmm. it was a chance to like contribute to spooky music in a whole different way and in a, in, a, in a way that normally in our everyday lives of writing for like the you know Mark Ronson's and Beyonce's and Lizzo's Madonna's and, and, and yeah, like Beyonce's. We, we, don't, we don't get the opportunity to kind of make music in this way. Right. Christopher and his and his crew, they they brought a whole other level to sound design and and kind of like we took our songs, ripped them apart, put them back together, rearranged them, added to them, um, and brought in not only you know everything score and symphonic but like really uncomfortable sounds and 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 like i said sound design and and and, and scary really made it scary and so we yeah. thought as fans of immersive theater which we do every year as well i don't know if you, you've done immersive theater but i have it's, seen it's yes it's a, it's a, so we love immersive theater we thought well what if we made an, an album what if this album was the most terrifying album ever made and we made it immersive. So we ended up partnering with Dolby and um, uh, a gentleman by the name of Jay Clark who came in as an, as an immersive mix engineer and ended up mixing our, our record in Atmos, Dolby Atmos. So we created this kind of like immersive spatial experience that was scary and also really catchy and good at the same time. And then um, Dolby was kind enough to give us their, their uh, you know, Atmos screening room here in Hollywood, California, where we brought in people from all over the, from the, you know, Halloween world, the media world, you know, celebrity world, music world. And we sat them in this theater and turned off all the lights and made them listen to the entire album in the, in the pitch black. In the, in the dark that's incredible 
<laughs> which I think at, at a certain point, we all, all three of us kind of looked at each other like, what are we doing? It was like the biggest risk I think we had taken yet as, a, as, as like, let's see, let's see if we could get away with this without people actually. Evan and I were pacing it. like, like psychos. Like, <laughs> people's minds are blown. And, and, you know, when we listened back to what Christopher had given back to us, it was an audio experience that every time we listened to it created new visuals in our heads. And that's what the audience took away from it. They took away the same thing. And that's what, that's what we hope people will take away from it. It's like reading a book. You get to create in your mind what the visuals look like, what the characters look like, what the narrative really is. In this sense, we're basically giving you a soundtrack to a movie that you can make in your head, right? Like you can create the narrative in your head and we're, 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 we're kind of leading you on this journey through 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 an audio way, through an aural way, and not the other way around. People are so used to being led by visuals. In this case, we're leading leading you by the audio, and you get to create the visuals in your mind. You get to as, as scary as you want it to be, you know. And um, that was, I think, kind of groundbreaking in that sense. Yeah, and we knew it was working. Like I think Evan and or Pumpkin and Crates and I quit pacing when people started cheering. Mm -hmm. And clapping after each one, yeah, because we didn't tell them, Oh, you're gonna go sit in the dark now for right. 45 minutes. <laughs> we sat them in a theater, I guarantee you they thought, Oh, they made visuals with their music this year, right? Yeah, <laughs> we didn't even tell our, our, our other collaborators. We we collaborated with a great group at, 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 at um, uh, Bad Robots uh, label at RCA called Milk Blood. Um, they have a, a, a character that they're developing an alien essentially on their socials and we collaborated with them and they didn't even know that's what was going to be happening. So it was truly like a spooky surprise for everyone. I love it. Uh, Lovecraft. Thank you so much. I would love if, you know, um, every year I have Elvira on around this time. I'd love to have you guys every year on this time. You We're guys are uh, amazing. You are my people. And there is so much music, uh, so much incredible music that people can go right this second and listen to and more will be forthcoming thank you so much thanks for having us and, and hopefully we can make it to haunted delaware one year yes absolutely yeah when you're on the east coast let me know i'll uh i'll get you guys all hooked up with everything awesome. yeah i definitely am dying to do an east coast haunt tour i can i can I literally get you set up with all of the big guys on the east coast yes. eastern Love state it. penitentiary penhurst asylum all the the giants in the industry on the East Coast. I can get you, we'll get a tour sorted for you. Amazing. Absolutely. Awesome. And we'll Transworld, we'll, we'll definitely read Yes, that. yes, absolutely. Thank you guys so much. Awesome. Thank you. All right, talk soon. Literally, my people. That is Lovecraft. I love them as people, as horror fans, as artists, as producers, creatives, songwriters. That's the amazing thing. I loved these guys separately before they were Lovecraft, and I love them even more now knowing they're such huge horror fans and for the incredible music that they're putting out. And please, go check them out. They're so freaking awesome. Lovecraft.net. That's L-V-C-R-F-T dot N-E-T. L-V-C-R-F-T dot N-E-T. Lovecraft. They have got a brand new 
album out for this year called Scream Warriors. And as you heard about in the interview, um, really, really, really awesome kind of, you know, uh, score. It's like for a movie that doesn't exist yet. I love it. So um, anyway. Oh, and, and it must be Halloween. I love that song. Must be Halloween. So uh, check them out. Oh, and I think my favorite, favorite, favorite song by them is Dia de los Muertos Dos, uh, which um, is incredible. That's, that's my favorite song by them, I think, by far. I love it. Anyway, so check them out and keep it locked right here. Again, I want to have them every year, just as I have Elvira uh, for our annual Halloween episode and, um, you know, we'll be doing it bigger and better and spookier than ever. In the meantime, I will see you guys next week. I love you. Have a safe and happy Halloween. We out. Thank you for listening to Pop Culture Weekly. Hear all the latest at popcultureweekly.com. Dance, dance, dance the way you move you in a... Trance, 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 ooh, it make you wanna dance, dance, dance until you can. Shaking every bone like skeleton, Sam. Hey! Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing, and now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino-style games to choose from, with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime time anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses so join me in the fun sign up now at chumbacasino.com no purchase necessary btw void were prohibited by law see terms and conditions 18 plus